Greetings and welcome to the Houston Healthcare Initiative podcast. My name is Harold Nickel. With November being the time of year so many of us are asked to choose our health insurance coverage, the cost, expense, and value are on many people's minds. Healthcare is expensive. I think just about everybody would agree to that. The healthcare and medical insurance industries are massive with billions of dollars of income. They are able to buy advertising and lobbyists to gain every advantage that money can buy. As we try to find ways to pay for it all, do we really have any chance of meaningful change for an industry that all but regulates itself? Or should we just resign ourselves to healthcare and insurance companies doing and charging what they want with little, if any, restriction on them? Here, with what I really hope is a more optimistic point of view, is respected Houston-based neurologist and founder of the Houston Healthcare Initiative, Dr. Stephen Goldstein. First, Dr. Goldstein, is healthcare reform really more government reform? Healthcare reform, according to the Democrats, is some form of single-payer system. According to the Republicans, it means more price transparency and more competition between insurance companies. In my view, the Democratic reforms will indeed lower health care costs by fiat and not cause any appreciable decline in the public health. However, it will not improve the public health either. It will make individual patients unhappy because of rationing of care. The Republican reforms, in my opinion, will have little effect on lowering costs, but will avoid rationing of care. It also will not improve the public health. No matter which reforms are adopted, patients will be unhappy with the results. Also, no, education will, no legislation will be passed without the blessing of the insurance companies, pharmaceutical companies, and hospitals. Okay, that doesn't sound very optimistic at all. If the government solutions are not effective, what can individuals do about the problem? Individuals and companies need to walk away from the insurance system. If enough companies and individuals leave, the current system will collapse. The best alternative to insurance at this time is the healthcare cooperative. When combined with a health savings account and a high deductible sharing of healthcare costs, we can begin to see a gradual reduction in costs. Of course, the best way to lower costs is to lead a healthy lifestyle. This will indeed improve public health. Now, for Medicare age groups, to manage Medicare plans, lower costs by partial rationing of care combined with encouraging a healthy lifestyle. I do not have the statistics on whether or not managed care Medicare plans improve public health. Okay, now hang on just a second. Didn't the Affordable Care Act, which is also known as Obamacare, didn't it make more choices for insurance available and penalize people who did not purchase health insurance? I mean, that, right? I mean, wasn't it a way to, to get more people covered by private insurance than before? Plus, it offered subsidies for people who just couldn't afford insurance. Yes, that is true. But look what happened to health insurance premiums. They kept rising even faster than before. The subsidies, while allowing more people to be covered by insurance, were a boon to the insurance companies, allowing for increase of premiums and increase the number of policies sold. That is why insurance companies and hospitals were in favor of the bill in the first place. 
we can see the result, higher premiums. Things are worse than they were before. The overall insurance system is flawed in fundamental ways. We are spending time and money to make a bad system work better, and that is probably what will happen in the near term. Without the mandate and financial penalty, no one has to buy health insurance, but everybody at some point is going to need medical attention. Doesn't government health care reform need to address this need? The short answer is yes. But this is a multifaceted problem. The poorest poor are covered by Medicaid currently. Families a little higher up on the income ladder, but not above the poverty line, are more likely to be uninsured. Some others above the poverty line feel that expensive insurance is just not worth it, and they take their chances they won't be hospitalized. In the short term, the government should subsidize insurance for those below the poverty level, but with strings attached. It should mandate a healthy lifestyle and an annual physical exam. You know, no drugs, no alcohol. Also, you need to have compliance with treatment for diabetes and hypertension and compliance with physical fitness guidelines. For those patients with severe chronic illness, Social Security Disability provides insurance for the patients with chronic diseases through Medicare. Okay, what about those patients that refuse to take responsibility for their own health and just want to live an unhealthy lifestyle, who's going to pay for their care? Well, there needs to be consequences for individuals who do not take care of themselves. They can subsidize the government insurance by paying the government a higher premium and or pay for care of themselves by out of their own pocket or just do nothing. For those that do nothing, Laws need to be changed so that the care would only be provided at charity hospitals. I know this is a radical change of thinking, but I believe it would go a long way to improve public health. Subsidizing unhealthy behavior only leads to more unhealthy behavior. Well, th these, are, uh, these are certainly radical ideas. Um, however, they are unlikely to help individuals who need to address their health care needs now. With the time we have left today and, and knowing what you know about the existing system, what advice can you give our listeners about health insurance? Well, as I stated previously, my best advice is to opt out of the insurance system and join a health care cooperative. If you're on Medicare, I would go with a Medicare Advantage plan. For people that still find a health care cooperative too radical, I would buy a high deductible policy. This is sometimes known as catastrophic health coverage. And then I would pay cash for my routine health expenses. I would set aside money every month in order to be able to pay cash. This money would come from the savings that occurs from the lower insurance premiums with the catastrophic insurance. One can then shop for the best prices in the same way that one shops for any commodity like cell phones or refrigerators. You can compare these prices with the insurance company discounted prices or pay the lower amount. Our website is a good place to start when looking for cash prices for doctor visits, lab tests, imaging studies, or outpatient surgical procedures. Well, like what Dr. Goldstein told us, most of us have health insurance through our employers, but there is no requirement for any of us to participate in those programs. Instead, you could join a healthcare cooperative or buy catastrophic health insurance and pay cash for routine care. Now, the cash prices 
are frequently more competitive than those insurance company discounts. And like uh, Dr. Goldstein said, if you want to see the cash price listings on the Houston Healthcare Initiative website, just go to HoustonHealthCareInitiative.org. And there are dozens of doctors with contact information and their cash prizes, prices for uh, many, many procedures. Hey, thank you for listening. Tell your friends about us and come back next time for another edition of the Houston Healthcare Initiative podcast.